week's episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, William Martin, Clayton John, and Christopher Admack. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the friends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, not in a car anymore. And this is episode 329. They really are the worst twins ever. Yeah, zero zero sucks. Really the worst twins ever. <sighs> so, Red Bulls hosted DC in their home finale, zero zero draw. Which means they are most likely not going to get a home playoff match, which, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, before we talk about our thoughts, Truman, do you have the tweets for this one? Yeah, just a couple, couple tweets. Uh, let's start with at Creepy Taxi, our friend Steve. Uh, he said, "I walked around the field with other Red Bull season holders, season ticket holders, because I had perfect attendance. That was cool. I guess, I guess it was cool. I guess you're cool, nerds." Perfect so, so is walking around a stadium like getting the perfect attendance record in elementary school? Yeah, yeah, they did that at halftime. All the all the perfect attendance nerds. What if you got stuck on that? What if you got sick and couldn't make the last one against DC? Oh, killer! <laughs> and for perfect attendance, the Red Bull game: uh, Lisa Simpson and Martin Prince. <laughs> <laughs> nerds. Uh, and then finally. Uh, at Adam from Earth, Adam Lane said, Glad I got to see BWPs, Robles' Longs, and Kaku's last games at RBA, and Kamar, and Sims, and Armas, maybe Royer, the Rizza, and Red Bull Arena's namesake. Now, I guess, guess there's going to be no one on the team next year. Uh, seriously, that's like extreme pessimism. <laughs> I mean, no, come on. Like, back. Well, he didn't mention Duncan, so. Well, yeah, he's a starter now. Well, he's got one returning. All right. Uh, so, as usual, our likes and dislikes. Pat, you, you can go first. What did you dislike about this one? Uh, it was so boring, it put me to sleep, literally. Uh, I fell asleep at some point in the first half. I woke up for the second half. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, not an exciting one. Uh, but, hey, what else do you come to expect from uh, Rebel Soccer as of late? Uh, I was not in stadium. If I was in stadium, I'd be awake. But I, I was away this weekend. But uh, uh, yeah, um, just just another lackluster home effort. There you go. Summed it up. Another disappointing home result, uh, especially one you felt like they had to have in order to get a home game. Now, obviously, like Jay will mention, it's going to take a little bit of work to get that. Um, just disappointing. They had chances. And, I mean, nothing, nothing, just nothing at all. It it really, really sucked. 
I'm just going to add on to it. I mean, the, the last two weeks of the season, you know, MLS is scheduling these things because of wanting the most excitement, you know, they can get out of this. And it, this was a 5 o'clock start. It basically killed the middle of my afternoon. I could have been productive, but nope. I was the idiot who had to sit down and watch this game, so hooray. Hey, I was the idiot that went to the game. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I got to burn shit afterwards in the Poconos, so no complaints. Hey, that's not a bad trade-off. All right. Likes for this one. Truman, you go first. What would you like about this? Well, give it to the defense because the defense played pretty well. Um, they gave up a bunch of corners in the first half, but aside from that, I think in the second half, they, they greatly improved. Um, I guess it's a conference team. That's good. So, I mean, that was, I thought, one big thing about this game. Uh, they did not get lit up. It was not an embarrassing home loss, which had been way worse. And now we win the silly uh, Atlantic Cup. Yeah. Is that really a victory? <laughs> a worthwhile victory? Sure. And we won the cups. We won all the cups, the regular season cups. We won them all. Uh my like is uh between Daniel Jones still looking good for the Giants. Well, looking all right. And uh, me getting to burn stuff afterwards uh in the Poconos. This result couldn't put me in a bad mood. So there you go. Uh, I it was sandwiched in between goodness, so I, I will not complain. Uh, my like is going to be my dinner that night because I we had some burgers uh, that we had left in the fridge. We decided that we were going to grill them. I did it at halftime, and I haven't come out perfectly medium, so I'm happy because a, a medium burger is one of the best things. So. That's my like. It's the fact that I made a decent burger during halftime with <laughs> the Red Bulls game. All right. Uh, any afterthoughts? Oh, I mean, I don't know. What else do you expect from a mediocre team? And that's exactly what this team was this year. Mediocre. M- middle of the pack. Nothing great. Nothing got awful. And and this is the result you got against the team that uh, you were behind. What was a point they were trailing them by a point in the standings? Still are, yeah. Right. Um, this is what you get. The the mediocre game. Yeah, I, I have no thoughts about this game. <laughs> uh, it's pretty telling when my girlfriend, who has somehow dealt with watching, I think I said at the beginning of the year, I finally found someone that's willing to sit down and watch the Red Bulls with me, and this is the shit season they're having. And it's just another one on top of it. Yep. But for her to say, someone just score a fucking goal in the 80th minute is like yeah. the perfect sum up on this game. <laughs> I, I guess my one thought is that, you know, I, I mean, the way this team has played at home, particularly this year, I've been like less and less motivated to use my season tickets. I've used most of them. But I haven't used a few. And, uh, you know, I, I just I'm really glad that I decided to go away this weekend and not go to this game. <laughs> so, are, would you guys be disappointed not having a home playoff game since you both bought season tickets this year? Yes, and I wouldn't. Uh, I, I just expect disappointment. 
Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about going to a game for me. Uh, as much as the results matter, I like being there. I like being at the game, uh, especially on a night like Sunday night, which was at another just beautiful night weather-wise. It was perfect. There was no poo smell. Um, so I think that's that's what I miss about you know if there's if we don't get another home game this year, it's kind of a bummer to kind of go out on a low note because really I love, I love being there. I love that stadium. I love the atmosphere. Uh, now that I'm retired, I like being in the retirement section. It's very relaxing. It's kind of just, uh, enjoy the game. So yeah, it, it, it will suck. I, I hate having to wait, you know, so long to go to another home game. Well, I don't know. Um, I'm kind of, a, I need that break. I need that break. You know how sometimes we're like, it was really good for a while, but sometimes you just got to take a break. I need that break. They hurt me. They hurt me. The relationship has been a little not great lately. So uh, you're Ross and the Red Bulls are Rachel. Yeah, pretty much. She's like, I just need to take a little break. That's all. I'll find my Emily. I don't know who that'll be. Maybe it'll be Celtic. I'll start watching much Celtic. <laughs> yeah, it has to be like a, like a team from England or something. Yeah. And uh, then you know, come March, I'll say, I'll say, go Red Bulls and Celtic will get mad at me. I'll go back with Red Bulls. Why not go Red Bulls Salzburg? I mean, they're doing pretty well this year. That's sure they do have the. And, they, and they don't need to change the jerseys because you just the same logo, just a different name on it. That's true. I'm going to talk about them later in the show. Yeah, we all are. All right. Uh, is that it for afterthoughts? Yes. Okay, so uh, this is the playoff picture for the Red Bulls. So right now they sit fifth in the East with 48 points. Uh, they clinched their spot before the game against Philly, so they didn't have to worry about losing out on the playoffs. Um, and as of right now, the East is completely set in stone for who's there. It's just a matter of uh, seeding. We are right now one point back of D.C. who sits in fourth. So these are the possible scenarios. Best possible finish Red Bulls can get is fourth. That's all. We're, that's the highest we can go. There's two ways we get there. One is we win. DC at most gets a draw. TFC doesn't matter what they do because we're already point ahead of them. If the Red Bulls draw in Montreal, we need DC to lose to FC fucking Cincinnati <laughs> at home. And TFC to either lose or draw. Uh, the worst we can do is sixth place, and if that hap- the way for that to happen is we lose on the road to Montreal, and TFC wins their final game, which honestly I don't even know who it's against. Oh. I have to look at the schedule. And it'd be nice if MLS actually put it up on their website. An easy to find spot. Columbus. Toronto's on the- is at home against Columbus. Mm. Yeah, this weekend where they're smoking this cigarette, yeah? <laughs> they just all walk over to where Bell supporters actually blow smoke in the faces. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, silly Americans. All right. So uh that's it for the the Red Bulls playoffs. But real quick I have to talk about our prediction contest because it is officially over. Rigged. And I'm glad to say... Bullshit. The champ is here! That's right. 
All right, I now moving on. Know. As we know, Montreal Impact is playing. I've won the new belt. In, 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 can we all just agree that this was the most pathetic prediction season of all time? Uh, it, it might actually be. Let me check since I've actually been keeping stats. <laughs> I kind of have stats on these. I feel like, yeah, I feel like in other years, at least we all three of us made double digits. This well, we did this year. year. We we did this year because this is the great. Oh, we uh, oh, I actually hit yeah. double digits. Yeah, you oh. hit t- you hit ten um two weeks ago. Oh, okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, because I mean, this is the craziest year because we came yeah. in with high hopes. They let us down, and then so we would get down, and then they'd win a fucking game, and then like you know we'd still be doubtful. Like oh, that was an aberration. Then win again. Then we'd get on the bandwagon, predict good things, and then they'd lose. I mean, they were all over the place this year. So many bad home results that you never would have expected. That Colorado loss at home. Oof. Brutal. The fucking Orlando loss to Orlando. Yeah. Bad. Bad. All right. So real quick, I'm taking – let's see this. So this one is for you. I think Truman. Truman's won a lot, unfortunately. Yeah, well, I know. Truman's won five times. So, in this is year number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. This is the eighth year that we've been doing this. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. 2012 was our first season. Jesus um, Christ. We're right as old now, as my nephew? Right now, I'm at 17, <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm at 17 points. If I do not get three points from this next one, it will be the lowest total in any year. Right now, the lowest is 19 that Truman got in 2014. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. We're terrible. Sorry, everyone. We suck. We're shit, ma'am. I I think, Jay, I think this is really the real reason why you shut down the the listener predictions because they were going to embarrass us all. Oh, yeah, they were. So you just figured you'd, like, accidentally, you know, just happen to move and be super busy with moving so we didn't have to embarrass ourselves? <laughs> yep, that's you, you You figured it out. I've been joking about moving for the last five months. <laughs> what, we're in, like, Jen and Casey Shred just tearing it up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, relatively speaking. They're only, like, one or two points ahead of us at that point. And you were, well, that was, like, what, the third game of the season, so... Uh, at least ten, in, I think. You know, then they would have they would have had a legal claim to the belt that you did not want to give away. So you're like, oh, uh, yes, I got to move it because I did not ever put that one up in the fan prediction. I understand, but they still might have made a legal claim. You can get away well, with anything in courts these days. Well, whatever. All right, so uh, with that. Let's go talk about the Montreal game. So Red Bull's last game of the year, or right season, sorry, uh, Sunday, October 6th, 4 p.m. on MSG. They'll be taking on the Montreal Impact, who have been eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> and they really did it themselves over the last few weeks. Uh, they're coming in to, with a record of 11-17-5, 7-6-3 at home, 38 points, ninth in the East. Their last five was a win... Three losses and a draw. 
And if you want to know how much they screwed themselves over, uh, no, England got in the last place with 45 points. They are seven points off. So if they like win like one or two of those, they are in this in the race. Like they really screwed themselves over. So uh, final predictions for the year against a hapless team that has nothing left to lose. Uh, I predict pain because <laughs> we, don't, we don't. First off, we don't do well in Montreal anyway, and having to play a team that really has nothing left to fight for just makes them really dangerous. And on top of that, we need Cincinnati, so that you know that means we're going to play poorly because we can't trust anybody to help us out. Uh, I am going to go with a two-one loss on the road in the in the regular season finale. Ha ha ha! Wow, yeah, you eat these cigarettes, my guess. Well, I think I'm bringing it back. I think I'm bringing it back an old classic, because uh, as we know, this team makes no fucking sense. Uh, we're gonna win four to one. We're 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 doing the reverse Thierry Henry. Actually, it would be, it's a proper Thierry Henry because it would be a one four result. Um, because <laughs> who gives a fuck, right? It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna think they win, and then I think DC wins, and it doesn't mean a goddamn thing anyway. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, a two-one win, just because I'm going to the game, uh, and it'll be fun to go up to Montreal, and uh, you know, just to not only just enjoy the city, but also get a a W on the road and be there for that. Um, so uh, that is what I'm going with. Uh, why not? I don't know where I'm sitting. My other friend got the tickets. I don't know if we're sitting with the supporters, if we're sitting amongst the Francophiles, but uh, maybe I'll see some of you there. So, what was that prediction again? I was looking for something on my computer. And... For me, two one. Yeah, two two one win. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because again, it doesn't really matter at this point. Nope. Nope. Doesn't doesn't really matter for anybody if you think about it. All right, uh, New York Red Bulls 2. Um, their last match was a 1-1 draw versus the Charleston Battery. Their record is 17, 6, and 8, 57 points, plus 30 goal difference. Uh, they've dropped to third in the East. They are mm. four points back with three matches left, so there is a possibility of them jumping back in the first. Their next match is away to North Carolina uh, FC this Saturday the 5th at 7 p.m. Sky Blue had their... Uh, home finale against Orlando Pride. That game had gotten moved to Red Bull Arena, and they drew 1-1 with Orlando. So not not necessarily a bad way to end the season at home. Uh, right now the record's 5-5-13, five, five and 13th, good for 20 points, minus 13 goal difference, 8th in uh, NWSL. They have uh, their season finale away to North Carolina Courage on October 12th at 7 p.m., and they are... Five points ahead of Orlando, who has a game in hand on him. So, in theory, it is possible for Sky Blue to drop, but most likely it's not going to happen. Hey, five wins this season. <laughs> it's an improvement. They had, they had zero last year, so. One. They had one win one. last year. Oh, but they did get one? Was it the very, like, yeah, last, it's the last game? Yeah, the like, last game and the last home game of the year. What was the attendance, uh, by the way, for the... Uh, the game, the last game at Rebel Arena. Fox, Fox said it was like 8,500. 
Well, that's, that was about the same as last one, right? Something yeah, like something like that. I heard it was good. I heard it was. It, it looked nice. That's good. It would have been cool if it was like a straight-up doubleheader and not like a morning-afternoon one where you had to kind of clear out and then go back in. Right. But I get it. I understand. Yeah, sure. All right. So with that, it is time for the dummy ground. I'm the trash man. All right, I guess I'm the only one who put anything in here, so I want to talk about the Liverpool-Red uh, Bull-Salzburg game uh, because it was fucking crazy. <laughs> it was a 4-3 win for Liverpool. Liverpool was actually up 3-0 um, with Salzburg scoring three in a row, and then Liverpool's going ahead I, in the... I guess I'll go back and look. It was right around, I think, the 70th minute. I'll tell you in a second. Um Let's see, where was it? Last goal was scored in the, yeah, 69th minute. So there you go. Um, exciting game. Uh, you have to listen to Jesse's post-game comments, were pretty great. Oh, yeah. And, uh, a lot of pundits talk about here, these are two teams do not give up a lot of goals. And they both gave up a lot of goals. But it's fucking crazy Champions League, so... I think it was pretty badass that Jesse Marsh was able to go to Anfield. And, I mean, they did not get a win, but uh, they were definitely strong. You know, they put in a great effort. Yeah. Um, and actually, you know, I, I have the, the video if you want to play it. Are, oh, you're going to play the audio clip? I'm all yeah. for playing the post-game audio clip. Yeah. Let's do so it. This is, this, this is the clip you sent me. Uh. If the volume would actually work, it was. Was it the soundboard dad again? No, I'm trying to do. I probably have to save the stupid setting. I'm trying. To, I was trying to do something on the fly. I probably screwed it up. Aww. Wah wah. All right, just, give me, just add it. Just add it in post. Yeah, I could do that. Or give me a minute. I could probably get it working. But go ahead and keep talking about it while I get this. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. No, it was it was a fun game to watch. It was really cool. Um. Red Bull had like these black jerseys on that were pretty badass. Sure. So go, yeah, go get yourself one of those. Um, but again, it's awesome to see Jesse succeeding. Uh, you know, not only in a European team, and a lot of people I think would put down Red Bull Salzburg because they're not playing in the Premier League or anything. But like I said, again, they went to the defending Champions League's building and put in a fantastic effort. Okay. Almost right. makes you wonder. What could happen in Salzburg? Yeah. yeah, they said they said that will not be that's uh, the last group stage game for Liverpool will be at Salzburg, so that will not be a, uh, an easy game for them at all. Yeah. All right. Let's. Okay. Hopefully this works. Let's see what Jesse said after the game. Uh. Oh boy. Give me one. Let me refresh the page. That's probably what it needs to be. Riveting. Where's Manamana? Cut, 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 cut. Yeah, I got it. Okay. That's getting put in post. <laughs> oh, well. Sorry about that. Did no, you they're going to hear it. Aren't you putting it in the post? They're going to all hear it. Oh, no, it's going to get put in the post. Don't worry about it. Ask Tazaka for me. VV fouls happened there. VV fouls. Forgive me. I'm not going to get Yeah? It's just neat time fucking phone shop speed. 
Ja, es ist ein fucking Champions League Spiel. Wir müssen Cooper League auf dem Platz und get fucking stuck in mit Druck. Diese Aktion, manchmal mit Van Dyke. Ja, komm Jungs. Zu viel Respekt für die Gegner. Zu viel Respekt für die Gegner. Ja, es ist mit dem Ball, gegen den Ball und mit Fouls. Zu viel Respekt. Sind sie gut? Ja, sie sind gut. Aber wenn wir spielen wie uh, alles nett und oh, mit Druck ein bisschen hier oder nicht mit einem richtig guten Tackle oder ein Fight, ja, they have to feel us, guys. They have to know we're fucking here to compete. Not just that we're stylistically going to try to play the same way, but we came to fucking play, right? That is what's most important. We're going to talk a little bit about tactics, but we got to step on that field. And when we say self-vertrauen, that means... Will also will will for einander und jetzt ist es ich gegen ihn oder euch oder egal it's us against them and let's fucking raise our will let's raise our our competitive uh, fight our fight okay uh, what a what a boy wasn't that great guys that was phenomenal totally not we totally didn't have any technical difficulties and didn't just add this in post not at all. All right. Um, is that it for dumping grounds? Uh, sure. Yes. Okay. So uh, that means it is time for Pat's betting corner. Oh yeah, I gotta do that. All right. So there's a lot of sure things, but if you bet on total sure things. You don't win anything. So I took a few risks here this week. Uh, once I get my little DraftKings book up, if it doesn't crap out on me. All right. Mana, mana. Do, 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 Mana, do, 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 do. Shit. That was my password. It's supposed to be on my thumbprint. For some reason, that's not working. Gee, betting with a thumbprint. That's the worst one idea. Yeah. All right. So my three-pick parlay this week, I'm going with the Atlanta United at home over New England Revolution, Philadelphia Union over New York City FC. If you look at the numbers, New York City FC has nothing to play for this week. Their position doesn't change no matter what. So I think I see some rest coming. Uh, and then finally, although this is one of those short things, but, hey, I had to throw one in there. DC United over FC Cincinnati. So, no, I do not believe we will be making any gains this week. There you go. Uh, so, last, well, okay, last plan, because I'm, I'm going to fulfill a listener request from a few weeks ago. Uh, so, now it's time for Truman's Terrible Team of the Week. That's terrible. LA Galaxy, no one understands this team at all. Nope. Who has who have the man who claims to be the greatest player that's ever set foot into Major League Soccer? He's uh, a fucking Ferrari, don't doubt him. I know. Well, apparently his Ferrari lost to a bunch of uh, Dotsons because they lost at home to the Vancouver Whitecaps uh, by a score of four to three. Wow. And why don't you check the standings and see where the Vancouver Whitecaps are? Um, I'll save sure. you the time. They're in dead fucking last in the Western Conference. So. Okay. They would be dead last in the league if it wasn't for FC Cincinnati. Yeah, so, I mean, they had a great opportunity to really jump up. Um, I think they could have even jumped up into second place 
in the Western Conference and you lay an egg at home. So shame on you. Shame. Okay. Uh, so actually, I just thought something. So before I get to, to what was it, a few weeks ago, somebody asked us for just uh, who we could rail on in New York sports. <laughs> the rail factor. <laughs> Uh, so before we get to that, I said to mention, so the only games probably worth watching for compelling reasons would be the Western Conference uh, games this week because 6th and 7th place, there's three teams fighting for that, and they all have a shot. Uh, Portland sits in 6th with 46 points, Dallas in 7th with 45, and the Earthquakes are in 8th with 44. And I don't know, do any of them play each other this week? Oh, Portland plays San Jose. Go Quakes. In, in Portland, too. So well, uh, they still if, had if, a very uh, up-and-down season. Yeah. Even, even with their big, backloaded home schedule. Probably one of the first times in uh, league history where a backloaded schedule actually hurt a team. So if you guys want to watch, those games are also at four. Every single game yes, this week kicks off at four because it's – it is, quote, decision day. Yeah. Which, I I understand what they're doing, but I don't like the name decision day, because it, it makes you feel like it's college sports. Yeah, to me. To me. Anyway, uh, who I want to rail on for, and this is kind of <laughs> a week late, this is a week late because of the fact that um, I wasn't on last week. The real yard. Listen, I know... I know we're down to Luke Falk on the New York Jets right now. <laughs> but the fucking offensive line, get it together. Like, it doesn't matter who's back there. You should not be letting them get destroyed by the defense. So I'm going to put on the off the New York Jets offensive line and their coach for not keeping them in, in whatever shape they need to be to handle a simple pass rush. Actually, last week was which defunct team would you bring back? Well, I I said I owed that one to him. Um, I tried thinking about it. I wasn't sure which defunct team I'd want to bring back. I liked I liked. What if you said the Brooklyn Dodgers? I thought that was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Pat said the Brooklyn Dodgers. I said uh, the Quebec Nordiques. Uh. Just because I think it'd be kind of funny, I have to look up the name, but I can't off the top of my head. Um, but apparently, Jay's already breaking the Baltimore. rules. I can, I, I, can, I can feel it. No, I'm not. So the Baltimore Stallions used to play in the CFL. There you go. <laughs> I I guess that counts. I guess because it's not an NFL team. I, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess we'll let you skirt the rules here. I feel like I think, I feel like I think my, they were one of the best CFL teams too when they when they were in the league. I feel like uh, I would have gotten my next would have been something like really old school, uh, like you know, like the Duluth Bulldogs or whatever they were called in like 1929 <laughs> NFL. The the one in. Uh, that movie with John Krasinski and um oh Leatherheads yeah yeah I mean you guys could have said the Cleveland Barons 
They were an NHL team. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, the Oakland Seals. Weren't the Cleveland Barons, Barons eventually the Devils? No, that was Colorado Avalanche slash Kansas City Scouts. Okay. All right. Cleveland, they went somewhere. That They, I believe, went defunct completely. They did not move. I'm going to cheat like Jay and use the Google. I was using Google, Google for the name because I couldn't remember the name of it. Just trust me, everyone. <laughs> Schumann knows all and does not want the Google to prove himself. Yep. Okay, they didn't, they didn't uh, they go defunct. They merged with the Minnesota North Stars. So, defunct enough. Defunct enough. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. But it was a merger. Okay. So, so Truman had defunct teams last last week. I had, this is where I think would be interesting. Historic stadiums that don't exist anymore, like the old uh, Ebbets Field, um, Baltimore. They had I can't remember the the, the fuck, I can't remember the name of the place in Baltimore that they had before. Uh, it, was, it was just like the Municipal Stadium. Yeah, whatever, like Baltimore Municipal, whatever it is, but like. Stadiums that, if they were still around today, that you that you could bring back. Oh, so we're bringing back a stadium. If that is what you're saying. Yes, you can. You get to bring back a stadium, and I'm not putting the restriction of you know there can't be a stadium already there because that would be impossible. Right. Okay. My first question is: When we bring back the stadium, would at least have like some modern amenities in it? You know. Um, yeah, presumably it'd be retrofitted to, you know, better concourses and stuff like that. I'm talking okay. for the historic appeal, not necessarily for... You can retrofit okay. anything with magic. <laughs> Alright, give me a second. Uh, Jay, you said the, the old Baltimore Municipal Stadium, is that where you're well, going with? Or you're just no, using no, no. that as an example? It's an example. Okay, do you, do you have one in your mind already? For me right now, it's probably Giant Stadium just because. Sorry, <laughs> no, it's just my my dad and I, so the reason is because um, as much as it was a cookie cutter stadium for for the time, um, it's the personal meaning to it because my dad and I used to go to Jets games like once a year, and as much as the stadium itself was kind of crappy, that place when it got loud was fantastic. Uh, like I, I love just it. did a great job of keeping the sound in and just made it hard when you're the opposing team. I, I would bring back Giant Stadium over MetLife in a heartbeat. I think if you polled at least the Giant fans, maybe the Jet fans, just, I mean, I know you're a Jet fan, but maybe they're happy to have a stadium that's at least partially of their own now. But if you polled most Giants fans, they would say they'd bring back Giant Stadium. But now I have to think of another one. Do you have one or? I do. Okay. Can I can I give you two? Because one is in country, one is out of country. Sure. All right. So my out of country one is going to be the library at Highbury, uh, Arsenal's old stadium, uh, because when you watch them on TV, it looked awesome. I love the way that stadium looked on television. Uh, as much as I was not a fan of the team, um, I loved watching Thierry on replay. I'm, and how could you not? Uh, that was the undefeated season when they played there. I love the old clock um, on the one end. 
it was really like the coolest looking place. Um, but I, in America, I'm, I'm going to kick myself because I know I'm going to think of something better. Um, but I am going to say uh, Tiger Stadium in Detroit because that was uh-huh. super old school. It is gone. Uh, you know, it's one of the places that actually doesn't exist anymore because Wrigley still we sell Wrigley, we sell Fenway. Um, Dodger Stadium is open in like the end of the fifties. That was one of the most unique stadiums too because that that field was pretty much a square, and the mm. fence and the fences weren't like short; they were a good like fifteen twenty feet tall. So there wasn't really the chance of robbing home runs there. And I mean, there was no way I was going to say the polo grounds because that center field was a death trap, a pure death trap that no one ever wants to be in. Uh, I'm not going to double down on the Dodgers. I'm not going to say Abbott's Field. Uh, Man, let me think about this. Uh, I've been thinking about it, but Truman just shat on the idea that I think I was going to go with. (laughs) <laughs> which was the polo grounds. Uh, <laughs> it, is, it is not a great place, my friend. <laughs> no, it looks horrible, but I want to I want to be able to walk that concourse, which obviously I can't do. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go with old Yankee Stadium. I mean, I know they, they built a replica, essentially a replica, but it's just not the same. Um, old Yankee Stadium, I mean, I, I did need bigger seats, I guess, but... Yeah, I'm just gonna go old Yankee Stadium, bring it back. Maybe just some minor tweaks, uh, not the complete overhaul that the new stadium is. Uh, yeah, and you know where you could sit down a field level and not be lesser nobility to afford the seats. Uh, yeah, I'm going with uh, I'm going with old Yankee Stadium. See, I mean, I I could bring up Shea. Uh, but like the thing at Shea Stadium was, it was really the fans and the atmosphere that made that place great. Um, it was not a great stadium. Uh, there was a lot of shitty fucking seats there um, with like bad viewing. So, uh, God, I know I've been in so many of them. Mm. So I, I mean, really, it was the the one thing that great about Shea was when it was packed. Um, that's what made it good. Aside from that, you know, it was like it's a dump, but it's our dump. That's what. Shea Stadium was. I mean, Shea was basically what RFK is, where it was built to be a two-sport stadium, because that's where the Jets started. So, right. Mean, but they did eventually, um, when the Jets left, they made sure they just made it a pure baseball stadium. Well, except they left the play clock. <laughs> that shit was, was, stru- was structurally integral to the uh, stadium, so... I remember that play clock being behind home plate at Shea Stadium, and they never mm-hmm. took it down. You know, I'm going to say Shad Park in Philly. I, go, I take it back. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Yankee Stadiums, they are too similar. It felt like, eh. I'm saying Shad Park because I remember when I, like, once went on a hole looking up old stadiums the teams played in. I thought Shad Park looked kind of cool. Oh, Shad Park. What about, was it Forbes Field in Pittsburgh? What was the one in Pittsburgh? Yeah, that was one. Or, if you were going to go really weird, the place the Brooklyn Dodgers played for a few games when they were trying to force the city to build a new stadium, Roosevelt Field in Jersey City. Mm. <laughs> and that was Jay's death cough. No, that was that was Pat the cough. I got this time. Oh, it's you? Good night, everybody. <laughs> Nothing makes sense anymore. 
I don't want to bring this thing back because it was piece. It was a piece of shit. I've been there, so I know how much it was. But can I don't know if they have it in the new in the new stadiums, but. Just for the jail, Veteran Stadium is still. <laughs> oh, they have a new jail, I believe. I oh, hope they got so. It. They still have jails. Yeah, they they need jails for those people. I went I went to because I was in college in South Jersey at the time, and I think I went to one of the Phillies games. It was like the, one of the last ten, I think. At at Veteran Stadium, I was all the way up in the upper deck, and I thought was really afraid to even have with the the deck that I was going to fall over the railing. Because it was just so steep up there, and I like like RFK, the the concourses were small and shitty because it was built back in like the sixties and seventies, and but just the story of the jail was just. <laughs> I oh, I do have to say this. So my I had a story from my uncle once about um, a game they went to. So my two of my uncles are Giants fans. And for some reason, they decided to go to a Giants Eagles game down at the Veterans Stadium. That's well, mistake number one. Well, they were, they, they were smart in that they didn't wear Giants colors. Uh, but I it was, wore Giants colors. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, it, it must have been like November or December because they brought like a blanket with them. They they sat in their seats pretty much the whole time in the first half. They did not want to stick around because the Eagles fans, being Eagles fans, were rowdy and way too over the line. So they decided that they were going to leave at halftime, but they didn't want to deal with anybody when they left. So they agreed to wait until halftime was over, go to the bathroom, and then leave after, at that point. So as they're getting up, one of the Eagles fans around them shouts to them, where, are you, where the fuck are you going? And their response was, going to the bathroom. Is that fucking okay with you? <laughs> Because <laughs> the only way to deal with Eagles fans is to just write back to them. Pretty they much. Left, they left the blanket at the seat so they didn't have to deal with bullshit. And they so basically they went to Giants Eagles games for half the game, lost the blanket, and just left. Nice. So when I went, it was the year of nine eleven. So I think it might have been slightly toned down, but still one of the rowdiest uh, sporting uh, experiences I ever had. It was a game where. I mean, I don't know, Truman, you may remember this. It was the last game of the season, Giants-Eagles, and the Giants threw a, like, a, that little lateral thing they did where they threw it to the middle of the field, and then they lateral it to a receiver, and he'd just run down the field. Mm-hmm. Ron, Ron Dixon, I believe, was the wide receiver at the time. He came within, like, a yard of scoring a touchdown which at the buzzer, which would have won the game for the Giants. And my friends and I <laughs> pretty much all agreed that, if that had happened, because we had gotten a lot of shit that entire game, if that had happened, we were going to jump this, jump out of the stands onto the field and get arrested for our own safety. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the safer option. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I'm going to tell you uh, one of my favorite uh, sports uh, game stories. This actually, so so this is what I want from our listeners before they tune us completely out. Before I bore them with my story, I want you guys to email, voicemail, or tweet us uh, one of your favorite being at a game story, but it cannot involve the New York Red Bulls mm-hmm. because we all know the same stories. We were all there, so it has to be a non Red Bulls game uh, event. So email, tweet. Call, all right? Give us your favorite stories. So, anyway, here's mine. Uh, the Mets were playing, uh, I believe it, it might have been the Phillies. 
2006, we're in the middle section, and there's a fan there wearing a uh, – he had a Brave shirt on. I don't think they were playing the Braves. And he's acting like a typical asshole. Oh, you know, I'm Braves, Brave, blah, blah, Everyone's booing, everyone's booing. So people are throwing peanuts at him, right? Throwing peanuts at him. He thinks it's funny because he's catching them in his mouth. This guy is like the most hilarious guy ever. So halfway through the game, he gets up to taunt everybody. He unbuttons his brave shirt. He has a Yankee shirt underneath. <laughs> so, of course, the crowd turns pure evil. He's heckling everybody. From out of nowhere, a beer bottle comes flying, hits him like a check mark diagonally off his head, goes like straight diagonally down, boom, diagonally up. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And that was the end of that man's evening. He immediately sat down silence for the rest of the game. I'll never forget it. It was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen at a game. I have tons of stories about Mets games because I'm sure you can imagine they're ridiculous. Shea Stadium, of course. The atmosphere was, was insane. Uh, but that's one of my favorite, favorite stories. So let's hear yours. Send us your stories and we will read them. Or play them if you call us on the voicemail. Jay, what's that number again? 973-348-5329. Look at that. Boom. Uh, ready. Agenda's not even up. That's how much I've said it. I've just memorized it. <laughs> That reminds me. I think I need to do something about that. If uh, if Montreal Impact fans are as crazy as Canadians fans, then I might have some stories after this weekend. Ho, 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 ho. All right. Do <clears throat> you have anything else you want to add to this? No, I think we're going to do just a whole episode about crazy uh, sports trips and, and stories. Great. Hey, I'll do it. All right, let's wrap this one up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash Rant. One buck a month is all you need to give us or to get exclusive content, such as our monthly wrap-ups, any live post-games, stuff like that. By the way, I think after the game this week, we need to do a maybe like a regular season wrap-up for the patrons because we haven't done anything in a while. Probably. Probably oh, should. Gosh. Okay, so we'll try to get at least a regular season wrap-up in before the first playoff game. Oh, fuck, side note, because I just realized, remember this. MLS, what the fuck's wrong with you and your playoff schedule? You guys Nothing. know the dates for, for these? No. Okay, so... <clears throat> first set of games are October 19th and 20th. Mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday, right? So we're good. Mm-hmm. The next set of games, October 23rd and 24th, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. The next set of games are October 20... October 29th? Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me look at the schedule because this... Looking at MLS's site gets confusing sometimes. Oh, of course, they're fun. which doesn't work. Basically, they're playing a bunch of midweek games for the after. So the the quote wild card round is on the weekend, but then like the next two rounds are in the middle of a week. The conference finals are on, like Wednesday night. You want to know why they're doing that? Because they lose money on the weekends. No, they're trying to get everything in between the two international dates. Yep, that's what they they told us uh, before the season started. And they could have done it without having to do midweeks. They could have done it all on the weekends. I don't believe so. Let me let me bring up the 
Listen, the good news is when the Red Bulls play uh, their lone playoff game, which will they they will probably lose. Yeah. Uh, so at least it'll be on a weekend and the fans can go, okay? Mm-hmm. True. So the international breaks are the 12th, 15th is the first one, and then the next one's not until the 15th of November. Yeah, it's a month. One, two, three. Yeah. So then, three, week, get, three weekends get you to MLS Cup. You just don't have to get a bye week, and then you, you're done in four weeks. Hmm. They could have done it. It would have been, like, uh, November 9th or 10th. And they're doing the 10th already anyway. Yeah, they don't want they don't want to get that close because uh, the whole, uh, what's it called? You know, the players got to get into the camp. America. No, but, I mean, the finals are already November 10th. They could have just done weekend games and not given a week and a half before the cup final and still got everything in. The bigger problem is that they're now competing with uh, AEW and NXT. That's the problem. Seriously. They're, they're, they're pulling out all the stops. Okay, NXT had a title match at the top of the show. At AEW crowned their first women's champion this week. Like, There's a lot of shit going on. They, they know MLS is coming for them. Yep. All right. Anyway, you can email us at redbullrant at gmail.com. You can call us 973-348-5329, facebook.com slash redbullrant, on Twitter at redbullrant for the show, at Dr. Stooge for myself, at pmacda 2 for Pat, at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Any last words before we get out of here? Uh, the Red Bulls are going to win, and that is undisputed. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> if only uh, I could have seen that. Yes. Uh, All right. So for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 329 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, go Red Bulls. Boom. Bonjour, s'il vous plaît.